When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Hello, Ducks fans. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> I'm I'm confused. How do we do this now? <laughs> I got into the hosting what? role last yeah. week, your last episode, and what, what do we do now? Yeah, what? you get one episode to yourself, and all of a sudden you think you run the fucking show. Hey, like literally. <laughs> oh, but it is good to have you back, dude. <laughs> I know Thanks. I texted you after I, after I recorded like my first part, and I'm like, dude, that was gonna be the shortest episode ever if I didn't have uh, if I didn't have audio on for that episode. There. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like it was. I mean, to be fair, you didn't have a lot like talk to talk about anyway no, like you had the one like, game and the one yeah, upcoming like, game really. i was gonna say like the one episode that you had was like you had a like a couple games to talk about and some news at least i literally yeah. like, i looked and i'm like i literally have one game to talk about and it was a bit of a shit show <laughs> yeah. well, it, so. like, like if i was there it might have been like i don't know 19 minutes instead of 18 <laughs> yeah exactly there wasn't a, a whole so. heck of a lot so but yeah but it, you did it, good it by good yourself ha- it was oh yeah, thank you yeah, i did I some deep dives good. into the stats i felt like i learned something i mean i lost a few brain cells before that but then i, I think i gained <laughs> some back <laughs> well uh just to let you know we're gonna dive into the stats a little bit more again because yeah they don't look good uh, well, I think the one that matters, which is the score, doesn't. I look, mean, that doesn't look that, good that either. The worst but... to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't need your fancy analytics to tell me that was a, a rough, rough game after the score. So. Uh, but unfortunately, it it kind of points to a similar issue from last game. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, it gets cleaned up here soon. Let's take a look here. We got Marcus tuning in. He's watching the Vegas Golden Knights game, the the Jack Eichel debut. Yeah, he. Yeah, not gonna lie, he doesn't look bad in Vegas colors. I mean, that's gonna be that's horrible that we have to now play against him on a regular basis. Yeah, but like, okay. <laughs> uh, have we already played all our games against Vegas? I sure as fuck I hope so. <laughs> don't believe so. Let me take a quick look here. But yeah, no, I don't think so. Either. Um, I mean, do you want to just get right? into it we do still have olympic hockey going on which go canada if you've if you listen if you watch the show you know we're canadians obviously we're cheering for our mm-hmm. women year and uh i even had to had to have a talk with my buddy because i remember how i was saying that like the only way you would get me to wear or like to buy one of these olympic jerseys is if the women won gold yeah yeah i was talking to a friend to see if i could get out of that instead <laughs> and get a different canada jersey that nope. i actually like so because currently and i do want to watch this game i do have it up right now so if i just if i'm if i'm looking a lot over there like even more so than normal compared to like mm-hmm. just looking at stats or something it's because the game is on so i am a little distracted i'll be honest right now but That's like 
it, yeah, it's it's the gold medal for the women's right. I want yeah. I I want the revenge for uh, 2018 in uh, what was it, Um mm-hmm. Man, medal games should not be decided by a shootout. So let's <laughs> let's do this properly here, please. Thank you. What's uh? Is it still one nothing? Uh, it is three nothing for Canada currently oh, with shit. six okay. minutes left in the second period. So. Okay, I I didn't have the game on, and I don't have it on now because otherwise I, my computer probably won't handle it. I mean, I guess I could put it on my phone, but I'm relying on you for updates. And last I saw, okay. it was one nothing. So, all right, I I will uh, keep you updated, my friend. Solid, yeah. Um, and I mean, this is our our chance at you know claiming a hockey medal since I mean we're jumping ahead a little bit here, but uh, <laughs> Team Canada was uh, eliminated, I, I guess this morning. But I don't even know when yeah. the game was. Yeah, it was the quarterfinals. So both Canada and yeah. the States being eliminated in uh, in men's hockey. So, mm-hmm. which was really entertaining. This wasn't even an American thing, which was kind of funny. I think it was uh, it was CNN or CBC. I think one of, one of those two platforms was talking about uh, the American men had beat the Canadians, right? And mm-hmm. was like, oh, this is reminiscent of you know the 1980 U.S. team who, you know, had to go through the Soviet Union to get to. And it's like, okay, let's let's calm down a second. Like, yes, there's there's parallels of like, you know, the Americans are made of a lot of college guys, but like that's that's kind of about where the line is drawn. And then mm-hmm. both these teams get knocked out in the quarterfinals. It's like just all I saw was people tagging out CNN or CBC, whichever it was, being like, huh, 1980, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was oh man. So but let, let's be honest with how quick these lo- these rosters were put together, really, right? And not just mm-hmm. for Canada and the States, but for Sweden, for Slovakia, uh, Finland, right? Like, mm-hmm. this whole tournament was really kind of up in the air, I think, on the men's side. So, whereas, because yeah. it, it it's it's not best on best, right? Mm-hmm. It, this tournament kind of feels a little bit different compared to the women's side where this is best on best. This is yeah. the best of like the best women of Canada, of the States, of Sweden, of uh, Russia, unfortunately. But um, so, yeah, like this has been a lot more entertaining to me. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the the men's almost seems like the world championship, right? Like yeah. Or like Spangler Cup. Yeah, like it, that's pretty much what the roster was. It was it was that roster got taken because the Spangler got canceled, mm-hmm. and okay, hey, instead of uh, instead of going back a uh, fair amount of you, you're gonna go to uh, Beijing instead. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. But it's, to tie uh, it to the Ducks a little bit though, why was Bobby Ryan not on this team? That's a good question I, for I for really Canada. Should have been. Yeah, because uh, is he still playing? Uh, he's not signed by an NHL team, but he's uh, he's playing yeah. elsewhere. So, or, or I believe so. Like he, like, like he, he was on, on that. A, like, is he just on an AHL deal, or is he playing like overseas? Or I, I have no I idea. Think he's where playing he is. overseas or something like that. But like he, yeah, yeah like he was uh, in Davos for the for the Spangler Cup before it got canceled. So, huh. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Um, we will talk a little bit more Olympic, just with another certain player here in a bit. But. Mm-hmm. Do, do, Let's talk about this game. Get it out of the way. I think we can. Yeah. Well, excuse me. We got some. Pro, uh, I got a couple prospect updates and goals updates. That's pretty much going to be the episode today. Because, like I said, we we want to get to watching the end of this game here as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Let's. Uh, oh, I guess keyboard. I missed that keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't have it, just, it either. <laughs> it just wasn't the same. No, it wasn't the same. Not at uh, all. <laughs> But 
yeah, this, uh, I mean, if you're just tuning in live, uh, the wound is still very fresh. Um, if you're tuning into the, uh, the podcast version of this or watching the video, uh, later, which you can catch on YouTube or, uh, Twitch, uh, at quack report pod. And while you're there, be sure to like, subscribe, leave comments and stuff like that. Um, but if you're watching the, I guess, replay of this, then maybe you've, uh, you've had a night to recover from this loss, but ducks, uh, dropped this one six, two to the flames. Uh, I mean, it, we, we were in it for part of it, like score wise, but you, you know, it, it was only a matter of time, I think before if we weren't in it anymore. Yeah. That, that's, the, uh, that's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah, the first period was a lot closer than it like even looked on the scoreboard, right? Like even though the shots were even at twelve apiece, I think at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, let me just pull up the stats there. Yeah, that I sounds it was, right. Yeah, yes, yeah, twelve. Uh, yeah, twelve apiece, and um, it was only a one goal game at that point. But like everything was really even. Like I, uh, like you know as well. I keep track on MoneyPuck.com as well of like the deserve to win meter, and it was, it was like a. Five percent difference, I think, on it. Like it wasn't too far, but as soon as can uh Cal- Canada, Cal- <laughs> yeah, you can tell I have the game on it. Yeah. Uh, and then saying, "Hey, fuck, I am Canadian myself." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Calgary got those two quick goals there at the start of the second period, it was downhill from there. Really, just mm-hmm. it, it felt like every 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 mistake that we made was capitalized on in some form or another, whether it was a goal, whether yeah. it was a high quality, like a, like a good chance or that sort of thing. Uh, the Americans just scored it as now three, one. Okay. Just to let you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it just, you know, the start of that second, it just wiped everything away and the ducks just couldn't claw back. Like they, they kind of tried a bit, but um, if, if you listen to the last episode, I talked about how this was like, you know, the game against Seattle was not a great game for John Gibson. And this one wasn't really either. No, it, it was one that I kind of was watching and was like, okay, maybe, but maybe not. And taking a look at, uh, at the numbers, uh, here as well, again, from, uh, from moneypuck.com, um, similar numbers actually to that game against Seattle, but with like, half the time uh gives him playing 28 minutes and five seconds is expected goals against so just you know the ch- the the danger chances around the net and stuff like that the expected goals against was a 1.5 so if you're around that two goals sure but realistically it's it's one goal expected right yeah with four against for a negative 2.46 save above expected those are not that's not good numbers. And it really doesn't help either when um, you take a look at it here, the shots that he had, 16 low danger shot attempts, six medium, only one high danger shot attempt oh, yeah. uh, against. And all four of those goals uh, were medium danger ones. They weren't they weren't high mm-hmm. high percentage shots or anything. Ones like that you would that. expect a, an NHL goalie to save. Especially more consistently, like a, at least. more consistently, yeah. Like you know, one goes in, whatever. But like, especially with a guy on the level of John Gibson, yeah. Right? Like you expect um, him to save. I mean, if he faced six, and so yeah, like if one of those goes in, like oh well, whatever. But four of them can't. Four, yeah. Four out of six medium danger chances should not go in. I mean, the individual chance on each shot, like on each goal was at least better than the last game, right? I think, what did I say? The 
the highest percentage scoring chance that uh, Seattle had uh, or that they had capitalized on was the Jordan Eberle game winner with 7%. At least like these ones are better. Like your minimum is looking at like 11%, but still mm-hmm. um, it, like the highest 32.6 K that kind of works, but like still it wasn't great. And I think that one was even uh Majapani. When was that? Goal scored. That was the very last one on Stellars. On Stellars, yeah. Yeah. So everything else was, yeah, you know, like 11 to 14%, it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just making sure here. Uh, yeah, 11, 11, 11, and 12. So, yeah, kind of those medium ones. But it's, man, it, we, we saw Gibson get pulled tonight as well. And it sounded like the he's not hurt or anything like that is what no, came out. No, it was more just you know they're playing the they're playing Edmonton tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you know when that happens, you originally think okay Gibson's gonna get the start in Edmonton tomorrow, right? And you'll go from there. Mm-hmm. However, though Stellars played great again, only allowing the mm-hmm. one goal, which again was the highest percentage one there of like you know thirty two percent is w- yeah. of of uh, being scored on for that one. Um, and just here, like pulling up his stats as well. Uh, he had a 2.5 expected goals against, and he only had one against. Mm-hmm. Like, he he played great. So, and um, his just overall shots against. Uh, oh no, I gotta like go individual on that there because he didn't play the whole game. Uh, all right, my iPad just died while it's plugged in. Sweet. Um, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, either way, though, it was it was it was around like twenty shots or something like that, mm-hmm. or like over twenty shots. Still, now, in your opinion, if you're Dallas Eakins, do you go with the original plan of okay, now Gibson's going to start tomorrow night instead in Edmonton, or do you go with Stellars after the yeah, it's only a half game, but he played great, gave you a better chance for the second half than Gibson would have. Yeah, it's. That's a tough one. Um, like, if you play Gibson, then I, I guess. Oh no, let me let me start the other way. If you play Stellars and Gibson's on the bench, I think that hurts Gibson's confidence even more. And I think you know, after allowing eight goals in a game and a half against. Uh, Seattle and Calgary in his last two starts, his confidence is probably pretty low right now, like rock bottom, or if not very close. Mm-hmm. By playing Stellar, so by so by benching him, like it's not doing anything to help that. If you, you know they do a little skate tomorrow, I don't know what their plan is. Obviously, if they're going to do anything tomorrow morning, but say, middle of the afternoon after whatever morning skate they have or after breakfast, whatever it might be after they get off the bus. If Eakins goes to Gibson and says, hey, you're starting t- tonight, then I think that gives him a little bit of confidence. Like, don't give him too much time to think about it. But I think mm-hmm. putting that confidence in him and being like, okay, you're starting. This is your shot at redemption. And we know that Gibson does well under like situational pressure, I guess, like in that kind of way. So I think... Um, I, I kind of, as 
uh, partially as an Edmonton fan, I'm kind of scared to face Gibson tomorrow if that's the case, <laughs> uh, because I think he's going to be a brick wall. So I think that's my long-winded way of saying, yes, I think you still start Gibson. Gibson is your starter. Stellars is your guy that comes in on the second half of a back-to-back in any normal situation. Or he comes in when Gibson is just having a rough night. And this is what they did. Gibson had a rough night. Stellars came in and played well enough to um, give them at least a chance of coming back, I I guess. Um, And then you go back to your starter and be like, okay, yes, you had a rough night. Yes, we pulled you and put the other goalie in, but that doesn't mean that he's taken your job. Like, this is... This is your oh, yeah. and it's yours. So I think that just based off of our goalie situation, if it was more of a 1A, 1B type situation with our goalies, then I, I think you, you maybe change to sl- two Stellars. But because of, I guess, just the, the status and historically speaking, it's it's Gibson's net tomorrow night. My only wonder, it, it it's kind of the same thing, just a bit of a different... Um, Different way to go about it. Uh, by the way, as well, the second period has ended as 3-1 Canada. Okay. Um, you play Vancouver on Saturday night, who isn't a great mm-hmm. team. They're definitely doing a hell of a lot better than they were at the start of the year. But I'm wondering if you know you give Stellar's Edmonton tomorrow just because he performed better tonight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a full game, right? So he's still is rested up and that sort of thing, especially after the All-Star and everything like that. Like, Stellars is ready to go. What did Stellars play? Sorry, like 31, 32 minutes? Yeah, 30, 31, 28. Okay, yeah. Um, half, half a game then. Yeah. So my wonder, though, is if you play Stellars, give Gibson Vancouver, that's a game that hopefully brings up his confidence in a actual playing situation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but we we played Seattle like a few nights ago. Well, not a few nights. Well, no, a few nights ago. Friday. Yeah, it was five five days ago. Yeah. Oh, that's actually quite a, a long yeah, it, time It ago. is amount of time. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. think about that. So, anyway, on top of you but, had the All-Star break and everything like mm, that too. Like I said, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, like maybe he's still hung over from Vegas kind of thing. But yeah, you know, it's we, we are getting into the point now that um, we do have games going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um yeah, yeah, and like it, you have Vancouver, and then it's San Jose on Tuesday, so you have a two day break, another two day break to LA. Like you're you're back into a regular schedule at this point. Okay, gotcha. So, um, anyways, what I was gonna say was, like you're saying that Vancouver is like a game, like okay, this should be a game we win. Gibson will have no issues if he just plays like at an average level. Should that be was a the better case with, chance. That, yeah, that was the case with Seattle as well. That's what we talked about last week, and obviously yeah. that wasn't the case. So like. I think the longer you give him to like, you know, sit on his last game, which is half of a game against Calgary, if, if the more days you give him to be like, oh, fuck, like I, next time I'm in this situation in a game, I should do this. Oh, I shouldn't have done this. Like, this is where I fucked up here. Like, I think the more time you give him to think about those things, then the less it helps. And I don't know, maybe that's not how Gibson's brain works. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But um I'm not a sports psychologist. So I, I think if you just throw him in there right away and just, you know, let him kind of reset because he won't have time to think about all the mistakes that happened in, in this game and the one in Seattle. Um, and then if it goes well, great. If it goes bad, then that's the reason I'm not an NHL coach, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, you, I don't think you're far off on the on the goalie thinking like dwelling on it too long or that sort mm. of thing. Um, we all know I played like goalie for junior lacrosse and stuff like that. And I remember we had one game that we were we were playing a team that was below us. We the whole league kind of had to play a couple of these just because mm. there was only like three teams in this lower division, right? So they had to play some of the higher up teams and whatnot. Yeah, and. As we know, lacrosse is a pretty high-scoring game. I had one goal against, but it was just such a odd shot, like low percentage kind of shot that I have no idea how it got in or that. Mm-hmm. And I was drilling on myself until, it, yeah, it was like two days until our next practice. And then I was just kind of drilling it on myself, like, hey, I want to I figure out what I did wrong here and that sort of thing, right? And I had my coach, like, we we were just kind of simulating that play again for like probably 10, 15 minutes of like the hour of floor time that we had. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, dude, it was a, like a one in a million shot. Like he's, he's not getting that any other time. Like just, just let mm-hmm. it go kind of thing. So I, I do understand yeah. like your thought process on it. Like you're, you're mm-hmm. not too far off. I don't think, yeah. um, as you kind of said though, we don't know John Gibson's thought process exactly. Yeah. Right. But just from the perspective of another goalie right yeah mm-hmm. y- i think you are on the right track there and i can definitely see your point like i'm, I'm not disputing it or anything like that i was yeah, just yeah. kind of like okay this is another thought of that i had as well yeah. but yeah no for sure so i don't know well it'll be interesting to see what happens uh tomorrow i guess yeah exactly um, I, I mean i think either way it, i mean either way like i think is the right call honestly i like i don't think you can go wrong either way like if we start stellars it's gonna be like not gonna be like what the fuck like we have gibson why aren't we starting him and if we yeah. start gibson it's like okay that makes sense like get him right back into it so um only hindsight i think will tell if it's a good decision or not to play gibson so yeah um so we'll see but um there's a couple comments here um before we move on that i wanted to bring up they're, they're quite a bit older so i don't even know if these people are still sticking around but um Jugal83 on YouTube says, uh, we're still a couple pieces from being a playoff contender. And I think that was very, I agree with that. I think that was very evident tonight. As much as it pains me to admit, um, <laughs> Calgary is a good team and they are built for the playoffs, especially with, um, fuck, I watched the Sportsnet broadcast of that. Firing tonight. Tyler Toffoli. Oh my God. That, like, they might as well call it Toffoli net. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> Every five minutes was Tyler Toffoli this, Tyler Toffoli that. Oh, yeah. have you seen his goal that, like, was just you know, an average goal from last night when he scored it. Let me show it to you for the 17th time. I was so sick of it. Oh my God. But I'll give, I mean, I'll give you, you a little deny- bit of, I'll give you, you a little bit of the Calgary perspective here. This is the first yeah. time that Brad Treliving, the GM of the Calgary flames has made a in season trade for a forward since Mike Camilleri, the second time that he came to Calgary. Okay. That was a long ass time ago. So yeah, yes, that's a big flames fans are a little excited because pretty much the, the their GM did something. For once, gotcha. that's that's pretty okay. much that. That's kind of the whole reason why. The, yeah, yeah. Obviously, us being in Canada, we were watching the the Sports Night broadcast for mm-hmm. uh, tonight's game, so that's why it was so heavily tied yeah, to yeah. Foley. Um, is because it was like, holy shit, this is not a usual thing in Calgary. Yeah. So like. As an Edmonton fan, I hate anything to do with the Flames. As a Ducks fan, I hate everything to do with Tyler Toffoli. So, like, <laughs> I was just not happy at all. But, I mean, you can't deny that he, like, really helps out the depth of the Flames. And then, like, they, they play a physical brand of hockey, which is what you need for the playoffs. And, like, yeah, like, they just 
everybody knows their role and they play it. And and they have a good goalie in Markstrom as well. And it's mm. like a solid backup in Vladar. But like those are all the pieces you need for a playoff race. So they um, are looking dangerous, yeah. Yeah. And and it really shows the holes, I think, in our roster is lack of forward depth, um, lack of consistency on defense. And the only thing we really have is John Gibson. And he was not good tonight. So like obviously it it really showed. Um that we're still a couple pieces away, as Jugal said, from being a playoff mm-hmm. contender. So um, it does kind of make you. There, there was kind of a question going around on uh, on Twitter. I forget who it was that had posted it, but it's we're looking at a pretty heavy stretch here um, that could really be make or break. I think for this season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're looking ahead to let's see the next. 10 games here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Six of our next 10 games, like excluding tonight, six of our next mm-hmm. 10 games are, if I'm if I'm doing this right, I'm uh are against Pacific Division rivals. Oh wow. Not it, to mention, we just with, played yeah. Calgary and we just played Seattle. Exactly. This is this is do, kind of the do or die. This could decide the season here. Yeah, that, that that's a big deal, especially with. Um, I haven't looked at the standings in a long time. I know you read them off on the last episode, and I just listened to that. But like, yeah, so Calgary is they are updated now. Calgary is currently yeah. sitting first, forty-seven games played, uh, sixty-two Ugh. points. Uh, Vegas is in second. Um, do they win their game tonight? No, they are currently losing two nothing to the Avalanche. So we like to see that. Uh, and no Edmonton, Sorry, Edmonton is sitting in third um, with 55 points. After tonight's game, Anaheim is now sitting on the outside looking in with 55 mm-hmm. points, but Edmonton has three games in hand. LA uh, has even, two. Yeah. And LA has two with the same amount of points. So this, yeah, we're, we're looking at some heavy games here that if we want any chance of trying to make the playoffs this year, we got we to gotta win these games. Right, like mm-hmm. you, you can't be, you can't afford to be losing two points to Seattle, to um, to San Jose, to Vancouver. Here, you, you can't afford yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and stealing points from teams like Calgary are essential at this point as well. Yeah, even honestly, even I, overtime points. Yeah, so we'll take anything we can get. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that you're right. It really is make or break. Like. I know we were up there early on in the season, but I think we were still really just riding that 10-game point streak and 8-game win streak from earlier. Um, And now I I think we're slowly kind of regressing back to our average. So, I I mean, like we're still in a playoff, in the playoff race, I guess, which is better than we expected. Um, And we're doing a lot better than uh, San Jose and Seattle, even Mm -hmm. Vancouver. But, like... If we're fighting for the wild card, we're fighting with really St. Louis and Nashville, which is no, it's, not happening. No, it's like, not happening. <laughs> one of those teams is going to be in the first wild card spot and like yeah. sucks for them. But like, that's just how it is. Or even Minnesota, I guess, technically. But I mean, I think they'll figure it out again. Um, so really, we've, there's one spot between L.A., us, Dallas and Winnipeg. I'm thinking that... After these next 10 games, the last game here is on March 10th versus Nashville. Mm-hmm. 
we'll have a better idea of what the trade deadline might be looking like if we're buying, if we're selling. Yeah. Isn't uh it's gonna determine what's gonna happen with our, our UFAs. Um, yeah. you know, your Ricard Raquel's, uh your Hampus Lindholms, your Josh Mansons, hell, even your Nick Delorier's, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll, the trade deadline is kind of March twenty first. So yeah, about ten days to you know work out all of our moves. I guess that yeah, we want to make so yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, you're yeah, right. these it, next, it really these is next make or break. Are, yeah. yeah, make or break. Um, yeah, how are we doing for time? Okay, not bad. Um, last thing I want to say here, we'll end on a positive note for this game. Uh, Isaac Lundestrom, he had a shorthanded goal tonight. Beautiful goal, really oh, showed yeah. off his hands. Holy um, shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, he had two against Seattle, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's on a little bit of a goal scoring streak here. Three goals in two games. Um, hopefully, fuck, I hate saying this, but hopefully he can keep it going against <laughs> Edmonton <laughs> for the, the Anaheim Ducks' sake. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's good to see, especially short. Was one of his shorthanded in... Uh, Seattle Ten, or um, I don't remember that offhand, but tonight's was shorthanded. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was good. Derek Grant almost had a shorthanded goal too. We almost could have had two there. Man, I got such a love hate relationship with Derek Grant at this point. Like he can bring value to this team, but man, it is sucking lately. He, he's not doing anything out there that's worthwhile. He's a uh, he's very much just floating, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I I hate along I, for the ride. Yes, I get negative at times, but it's more about the team in general. I hate to bash on guys individually, but man, like when it's mm-hmm. when it's so obvious that it's not helping whatsoever, right? Yeah, and like it sucks when you you don't get like anything good to talk about, like and like no points in however many games from your number one center. Like, yeah, just it's it's awful. He's supposed yeah. to be elite, but he's not. No, not right I, now. Yeah, I, I'm feeling like, you know, may, maybe that's somebody that we could try to move on from. Uh, what's his contract looking like here? He'll I mean, have he's one the mo- number one center on any other team in the league, so I think we could easily get a first <laughs> and an a, A-level prospect. And He'll have one more year after this at $1.5 So, you know, maybe for another death guy for somewhere else. Sometimes it is just mm-hmm. a change of scenery thing, right? Yeah. I can't wait to move him in the deadline and then just like reacquire him in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we don't have Bob Murray this time though. We got Pat Verbeek, yes. so. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But um Oh, there is there's something else I was wondering, but I don't remember now. Well, we 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 at least know one move that's going to happen at the uh, at the deadline. It was supposed to happen last year. Nick Laurier will be a Pittsburgh Penguins, so Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, uh, I, I guess he fought Lucic tonight as well. That was a good. Tilt. What a tilt! That was a good tilt. Yeah, that was um, a good one to watch. That was a heavy matchup. Oh yeah, I think Delorier took some of the bigger punches right on. Oh yeah, but he 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 was still going. Like I don't know if I got punched in the face by Lucic. Like I'm not standing <laughs> up after that. <laughs> no, no way. And he took a couple good ones and was was just good about it. So yeah, my uh, so my uncle is actually friends with the Lucic's and I, there, there's one day I want to go up, like kind of hang out with them and that sort of thing. Part of me kind of wants to ask Milan Lucic to punch me in the face. I just want to see if I can handle it, honestly. Yeah. Also like, that's a great story. Like, you know, when like <laughs> you're, you're doing like, um, 
team building exercises, whether it's at school yeah. or work or whatever. They're like, tell us something interesting about yourself. You, you are going to be the only guy on the face of the planet that's not an I've NHL player that's Milan like, Lucic. I've been <laughs> punched in the face by Milan Lucic and I have lived to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah, kind of want it, so... Yeah, do it. <laughs> that's that's a weird thing. Yeah, I want I want to get punched in the face by yeah. this guy that is way bigger than me. So get him to like give you a black eye or break your nose, and then like sign your cheek underneath it. Yeah, I'm sure my parents are thinking as long as they don't break his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> break my nose. It's already been broken a few times. Yeah, exactly. Then I then I could probably go get it. I could I could probably actually get the surgery then to fix it. Yeah. I mean, if he punches you the right way, you might not even need surgery. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> might just like break it back into where it's supposed to be. Yeah, um, that's that's the point that my I'm not that anybody cares about my my medical shit or whatever, but like that's the point that my nose is at. It's like, yeah, it's it's like not proper, but it's not enough to do surgery. It's like, fuck, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's uh let's take a quick break and then we'll get into the couple news pieces that we have unless unless there's anything else you want to add about this game i got nothing else let's okay. hope tomorrow against edmonton is better than this so uh, yeah i'll let you say that <laughs> <laughs> okay uh yeah let's take a quick break uh got a word from our friends at DraftKings here uh use promo code thpn and we'll see you on the other side of the break The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can make a bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Um, Mason McCavish and Olin Zellweger are the couple of guys we're going to talk about here. Um, which one do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with McTavish. Just a really quick thing. We're already kind of talking about Olympics. This is just more of a quick update. We don't have to get into too much detail about it. Uh, McTavish was playing for Team Canada, uh, men's team at the uh, Winter Olympics here. Um, with Canada now being out of the Olympics, we can talk about uh, his performance or that. I didn't honestly watch a whole lot of the men's games. I didn't watch any, yeah. Um, I, I caught the game against the States. That was kind of it. Uh, so McTavish with an assist in five games played. Um, I mean, he's not the only guy who, I won't say underperformed, but the, the team as a whole, really, for Canada, yeah. underperformed, let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time Canada won't medal since 2006 at the Olympics. Um, but you know what? 
to I think to be a junior player and be asked to go to the Olympics, whether the NHL win or not, uh, mm-hmm. is still an accomplishment, right? So, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and especially with the weird way that like the World Juniors are being rescheduled for the summer and everything like that, like yeah. I can't think of another player who played the Olympics, then played the world juniors after that, like mm-hmm. whether it was the Christmas or like a weird reschedule like this. I don't think yeah. another player has done it actually. So him, Probably him and not, Owen yeah. power for, uh, for this Canada team. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's a good experience. Like I'm sure he learned a lot from uh, some of the veterans there. I, I, didn't he play on a line with Eric Stahl? Throughout the Olympics, or at least for part of it, uh, I'm not sure what the lines were exactly. Like I said, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to the men, to be honest with you. So okay, no, that's that, fair. that's that's my bad. I apologize for that. But well, I mean, I I didn't pay attention. Either, so. <laughs> I was just curious because you said you watched one game, which is one more than me. So yeah, um, for this, so yeah, I don't know. I thought I heard somewhere that he was playing mostly with Eric Stahl, which like that's a pretty good player to play with. Hell yeah. So I'm and I'm. Th- Wondering if, uh, you know, the Olympics have passed now. Maybe another team gives Eric Stahl a, chance, a, a shot, right? Maybe. He's a He's solid a free agent, yeah. Yeah, solid sign for a uh, a, a team that has the cap space and is going to potentially make a push for um, the cup this year. Like, I, I think he would go to a contender, obviously. But Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's tons of teams out there that I'm sure mm-hmm. would sign him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, Olin Zellweger. Um, I'll let you take the reins on this one since um, you went and found all these stats. So Yeah, so this one just, this came up as a social media post, actually. So this mm-hmm. is where kind of the, the prospect talk came up a little bit from. Uh, Owen Zellweger, of the, uh, he's playing for the Everett Silvertips in the WHL right now. He is leading defenseman in the WHL right now in scoring. Nice. 10 goals, 48 points in 35 games. Holy shit. <laughs> As a defenseman, um, it does have the points and games for the top three total. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, where the hell did it go? There it is. Uh, the next guy is uh, Clay Hannes, who is playing for the Portland Winterhawks. He okay. has 47 points, so he's only a point behind. Mm-hmm. However, he's played 47 games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's significantly more. <laughs> and then you have Riker Evans, who's playing for the Regina Pats, who has 46 points, only two behind Zellweger, in 42 games. Wow. Zellweger's played 35 games and has 48 points. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's because he went to uh, the World Juniors, right? Yep. So that's... Sorry, you <laughs> that, that, I was like, how are the other Which guys makes so far it just, ahead? But yeah. it's, it's just even more ridiculous at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. where, does, he's, where does that compare to like... Um, like the forwards, like or like I guess the league as a whole. Uh, I believe, oh, if I'm remembering this correctly, he was like late in the top twenty for points. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, it's harder to score as yeah. a defenseman, right? So, like, I, I was just curious, like for comparison's sake, like where some other guys are. And double season, check so. here. I have, yeah, okay, I just pulled up. Um, Kyle, uh, oh god, I'm gonna butcher this name. <laughs> Kirkovic, Cernovic, or yeah, something like that. Uh, who's playing for sure. the Saskatoon Blades? Uh, has 69 points. Nice, nice. Um, how many games? Yeah, uh, 44. Okay, yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Where's our boy here? Where's our boy? Uh, oh, sorry. Zellweger's in the top 30. He's 28th in the league for points right now with 48. Okay. But he's the, but yeah, he's the, he's the highest scoring defenseman right now. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, it, like, obviously it doesn't make sense to really compare forwards and defensemen, but I was just wondering if he was like, like, if he happened to be like top 10 in points, I would be like, holy fuck. <laughs> That's yeah. impressive. But to, play, to compare to the other two uh, forwards that have the same amount of points, uh, Jalen Lipen and James Stefan of uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings and Portland Winterhawks, respectively. Uh, they've played 46 and 47 games as forwards. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, that's awesome to see. That makes me very excited for this kid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, to go back to uh, um, our chat earlier with um, Jugal83's comment about not being a playoff contender yet, like, it's coming, baby. Like, Oh, yeah, like, it, it's coming. I think it's just more... There was such a there was a good chance of it happening this year, and it's kind of falling to the wayside. That I don't think like fans aren't wanting to see that, obviously, right? And I don't think the team wants to see that either. But it's mm-hmm. all say, hey, we maybe not overperform, but we we definitely took a big step forward this year. You got to kind of keep that. Yeah. In mind. But obviously, yeah, I think I that's it. Off hockey, some Ducks play off hockey. Would love that. Yeah, It'd be yeah, great. Like if we could sneak in, like fuck, even if we got swept in the first round, like I don't give a shit. If we get in and like get some Trevor Zegers, Troy Terry, Sonny Milano, Jamie mm-hmm. Drysdale, Cam Fowler in the playoffs, give it to me all day. Yeah, absolutely. Like w- when you read off those names, it's hard to imagine that team getting swept. But like, I, 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 yeah, I think it'll be very good hockey. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I really hope for it. Anyways, but yeah. Um. Okay, do you want to do the Gulls update next here? Yeah, we'll do a quick Gulls update here. So, man, I got to zoom that in. This didn't work out as well as I thought it would. Uh, <laughs> the San Diego Gulls are currently sitting seventh out of the nine teams of the Pacific Division with a uh, 15, 20, and 2 record currently, 32 points. Uh, the Stockton Heat are leading the Pacific Division, which is the affiliate of the Calgary Flames. Go figure. Uh, with <laughs> Uh, 58 points, 27, 8, and 3, or 27, 8, and 4, because they split up over time and shootout losses, but they're the same amount of points. Mm-hmm. Um, the top three skaters in terms of points for the San Diego Gulls, uh, Danny O'Regan sits with 20 points right now in third spot. Nicholas, uh, oh my God. Why am I, why am I messing up with names tonight? Nicholas <laughs> getting all Ballard, the ones. Brilliard. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, has guess 20, is as good as mine. Has 21 <laughs> points. Um, and I really got to pay a bit more attention to the goals, honestly. And uh, in number in the first spot is Braden Tracy uh, with 26 mm. points, nine Makes goals sense. and 17 assists. So uh, this goals team looks like stats wise like the uh, Anaheim Ducks from two years ago when we started this show. Yeah. Of like it's very little actual goal scoring from mm-hmm. the team. Uh, goaltenders, of course, it's Luka, Lucas Dostal and uh, Ole Eriksson Ek. Uh, Dostal with a uh, 276 goals against average and 8-7-0 and record uh, for a 907 save percentage. Eriksson Ek with a 332 goals against a 491 record with an 883 save percentage. So it's it's a rough year, but. I mean, obviously, no matter what, you don't want to be losing or that sort of thing. But I'm sure as Anaheim looking down, it's okay. Are they, you know, are they, are they developing? Are they learning? Are they getting better at least? Yeah. 
right? So it's mm-hmm. obviously it's great to have minor league success, but that doesn't necessarily translate to uh, major league success, right? Look a couple of years ago with uh, the Toronto Marlies winning the Calder Cup, right? It was stacked with guys that looked like they should have been great, and it just didn't work for any of those guys really in the NHL. So yeah, y- you never know, yeah, right? Exactly. So um, the stat I want to point out that. Um, makes me really excited for our future. Ole Eriksson Ek, um, three, uh, is that shutout wins? I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's shutout wins. Um, uh, at the very end on the right hand side, like there's SO percentage and then SOGA, which I'm assuming is shutout oh, against. And then, um, I actually don't know offhand what that is. Let me see if I can okay. pull it up. Here. I'm assuming it's shutout. Or not shutout, <laughs> shootout. Um, so, I mean, three shootout wins, maybe. That would be... That makes me happy because we're not good in the shootout right now. Can, uh, can you call up a goalie from the AHL just to take a shootout? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I I don't see the rule. Why not? Yeah. It would just be, it would just yeah. be like changing your goaltender, right? Yeah, exactly. You just, like, you, you just delay it. the final outcome of the game by what, whatever six hours, however long yeah. it takes to get uh, Erickson Eck from San oh, no, Diego. You, to right, Anaheim. you can't do it like that. You'd have to be on your bench. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant like. Yeah, oh, yeah, show me you, the rule where like it just... says you can't call up a goalie to take the shootout <laughs> mid-game. Show me the rule. <laughs> uh, that you are looking at is, uh, oh, shots received in a shootout. And then the okay. SOGA is goals against in shootout. Oh, okay. So he's faced three shots, and yeah. So he basically, so basically, he's gone through one shootout and oh, okay. everything. So, yeah. Still, yeah. We'll, we'll take it. There you go. Bring back the taxi squad. Fake injuries for uh, <laughs> Gibson and Stellars uh, as soon as the shootout comes around, oh, and man. Uh, throw Eric's neck in. Come on, we're not the, pulling uh, a Tampa. We're not pulling a Tampa. We're not pulling a Vegas and circumventing the cap. I know it's le- it's technically legal, but we're, we're, we're not, not circumventing the cap. We're just calling up a third goalie to take our shootouts. We're going to injure both goalies, pretend, have them pretend to be injured just to throw in Eric's yeah, neck, who's had one shootout game in the AHL to take the shots. Yeah, all you got to do is mix up some clam chowder and some like cream oh, corn and then be like, ah, oh, some stomach bug. They must have had the same thing for dinner and it's just not not going well. So Erickson Eck, I guess you go in. <laughs> and plus, there's no shootout in the playoffs anyway, so it's only for the regular season. No, at that point, you're... Uh... Oh yeah, because we don't have the taxi squads anymore. You're going with the emergency goaltender. So who? That's why we need I to guess, bring the taxi I guess squad in, back. I guess recency <laughs> bias as well. They're they're doing all right lately. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's uh, <laughs> enough of a tangent. I think that's for that. Um, so yeah, not the best year for San Diego, but I mean, we, still like we see every time we talk about this. Yeah, they're still doing okay. Um, yeah. Like. We took their biggest players and brought them into the NHL from last year in Zegras and Drysdale. So, like, obviously, they're not going to be doing quite as well. Yeah. So, not mad about it, anyways. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, upcoming games. Or, oh okay. yeah, I guess yeah. we should do a quick break. Yeah, you're right. Okay, good call. Um, <laughs> quick break, and then we will uh, talk upcoming games uh, in a little more detail on the other side.
What's up, y'all, and greetings from the hockey city of Smashville, home of the Nashville Predators, and home to a new hockey podcast, the Catfish and Ice Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Join hosts Chad Benton, Rich Howe, and Colin Bluen every week as we bring to you hard-hitting and unfiltered Nashville Predators hockey analysis while also diving into the entertainment and music world here in Music City. We have a lot of fun doing it, now is the time to join us for the ride, hockey fans. New episodes of the Catfish Nice podcast every Tuesday and Friday. Download the Catfish Nice podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcast. Okay, upcoming games. Uh, we've already kind of touched on this a little bit, but uh, we'll talk in a little bit more depth here. Thursday against Edmonton at 6 p.m. Pacific time, um, which is tomorrow slash today, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, so I guess this is my job since I <laughs> kind of follow them <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, what the fuck going is on. going on with the Oilers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we have music for what the fuck is going on with the Oilers? I'll let it slide. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the Oilers just changed their coach uh, a few games back, firing. Yeah, Jay they're Griffin, on that hiring Jay new, Woodcroft. Yeah, they're on that new coach high right now. So yeah, we'll start yeah, exactly. to see when it ends. Hopefully, it ends with the Ducks. Yeah, I mean, what's it been? Three? Fuck, I don't even know. Three games. I've, yeah, thank you. I've been so bad at following hockey this week, but um, <laughs> like, I I don't even know what fucking day it is. I mean, I know it's Wednesday because we're doing the podcast, but um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> three games. Uh, I also signed Evander Kane um, to add a little bit more forward depth. So um, things are interesting. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's, uh, I, that's I don't I don't need it. to get too deep into it. You know my thoughts. I think I've talked about them uh, on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I think before. everybody and their mom and their dog knows your thoughts yeah. on Evander Kane. But that's oh man, it's the fact uh, that we keep giving second chances, third chances, fourth chances. But whatever, I I get it. He's a he's a yeah. He's a he's a good player on ice. Obviously, he's been doing well for the Oilers lately and stuff like that. Um, I was also a little bit like as 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 good of an addition on ice as that is i was also kind of confused though because the oilers still have glaring issues on the back end glaring issues oh, yeah. with their yeah. defense and their goaltending where the oilers keep sending down stuart skinner which for the ducks tomorrow night thank fuck like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get to face like 87-year-old Mike Smith. and Yeah, Ken Holland sitting in his office going, we are loaded on offense. Yeah, it's not doing great, but we are still loaded. We know they can pot like eight goals a game. No problem. Our defense is, sus- is suspect, uh, and Mike Smith is constantly hurt. Koskinen's just getting his groove back, but he'll be he'll be gone after this year. And uh, we we have Stuart Skinner. Uh, he, he's been doing all. He's been doing all right. Pretty good. Pretty good. But uh, we're gonna keep sending him back down to uh, to Bakersfield, just to keep mm-hmm. tearing it up down there. So, yeah. which uh, that, honestly, I, I, I don't. I don't hate that approach. But also, yeah, the guy's NHL ready. Let's be honest here. Um, so we have these. We have these glaring uh, issues here. But uh, let's let's keep doubling down on the offense here, guys. You know, let's keep winning games eight seven and. 
five four and stuff like that. Let's just let's keep let's keep going that way because that's obviously gonna you know do well going into the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> just like the eighties, buddy. <laughs> Holy six five games all day. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, like if Evander Kane was a defenseman, like sick, we probably would have. Sure, yeah, makes we sense. definitely would have signed him. Makes sense, yeah, yeah. but. If Duncan Keith so. was ten years ago, it would make more sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, so, it. Yeah, I don't know. If I, <laughs> this isn't a slight on him, but if Darnell Nurse was a better defenseman, it would make more sense. He's getting overpaid, in my opinion. Oh um, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, like, he's still. I mean, he's still only making four or five, whatever. His contract doesn't kick in until next year, so he's not overpaid yet. <laughs> But that's the scary part. It's not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I honestly, this season, I haven't watched a ton of Oilers games. I'm way more into the Ducks games, and they're not even that good sometimes, <laughs> as evidenced by this one. So it's. So let's, let's take advantage of the defense. Let's take advantage. You just know it already. It's going to be Mike Smith and Nett. So let's take advantage. Not of necessarily. Mike, let's take advantage of Mike Smith. Let's take advantage of the of the defense here. Trevor Zegers, go, go, go! Put another one in on Mike Smith. He's already had one Michigan scored on him. Get, put a second one on his highlight reel. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was in Calgary yeah. when. Uh, no, when he was Stetson in Edmonton. He was in. He was in Edmonton. Oh no, Forsberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forsberg. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking um, Svechnikov's second one because it was against Calgary, right? Uh, that was the first one. What was it, the first one? Fuck. Yeah. Whatever. I knew it was one of them. I thought that was Smith, but <laughs> either way, though, let's go. Ha- let's go have some fun against some suspect defense and some aging goaltender, and let's get the confidence back here, and let's go win some games with these next ten here because these fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the team to do it against, right? Like, yeah, do it. our this is a team that currently yeah. has the spot that you held for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Go kick the, their ass and get your confidence back. The uh, um, our, our subpar offense in Anaheim will go great against our our, our the, 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 Edmonton's the shitty defense, defense and sh- <laughs> shitty goaltending. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll be a nice confidence boost there. And I know you said Mike Smith will probably be, or is most definitely probably, or however you put it. Most likely going to be the starter. It's getting late. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, because Dave Tippett's gone now. So you know the the old glory days of Arizona. You know, being in the desert where Dave Tippett could oh, trust and you know 20 year old Mike Smith is, are gone. So we uh, we may see Koskinen. I, yeah, I honestly have no idea who it's going to be. It's going to let's be a take a look at probably. daily faceoff. They typically have a good idea, like even just a guess. They have pretty good guesses. Let's mm-hmm. just see what they say. I'm just curious to see what they say. Okay. Uh, okay, just loading. Yeah, I mean, Koskinen just got off COVID protocol. Like, I think it was today or mm-hmm. yesterday. So I wouldn't. He's. I would be surprised if he was starting right away. But we'll see. I guess the projected matchup, though unconfirmed, is John Gibson and Mike Smith. Okay. So. Yeah. We I mean, shall see. Yeah, we. You're right. We shall see. Um, <laughs> man, we didn't even talk about Connor McDavid and that aspect of it. Um, 
It's Connor McDavid. Shut him down. Hopefully our defense can try. Yeah, shut shut him down. Shut Dreisaitl down, and you have a solid chance. That's every team's playbook against the Edmonton Oilers. You shut those two down, and okay, now you have a Vander Kane to throw in there too. Sure. Shut those guys down, which is what? Two lines, realistically? Mm -hmm. You're fine. Yeah. Shut them down, you have a good chance. I will say now, though, since... I know you don't watch a ton of Oilers games, and this is a very recent development. Um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is now finally playing third-line center, which Oilers fans have been calling for for years because you can run McDavid and Dreisaitl as one and two, but now we finally have the winger depth to put Nugent Hopkins, a natural center, at our third-line center. So that's been going well so far. I believe it's him, um, Warren Fogle, and... Yamamoto on the third line. Yamamoto or Pugliarvi, or maybe both of them have played there. I don't really remember. Like I said, I haven't followed a ton. So we're we're, we're getting to being a third line team. That like, doesn't excuse the, the shitty defense and shitty goaltending, but <laughs> um, but it's no longer just shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl in their lines because now you have Nugent Hopkins, who was a first overall pick at one point um, on the third line. I'll give you one more fun fact. Okay. Um, we don't have to dive in too deep on Edmonton. There's still a few yeah, days yeah. to that. And there's a question I want to get to here. And there is less than three minutes left in this uh, Olympic game. So I, I am watching it a little bit more attentively now. Um, I, if I'm if I'm remembering the number correctly, by the end of this contract, that's I've, either he's on it or it's about to kick in, Nugent Hopkins? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, he's still on it. Or no. Oh, no. Yeah, he just started. Sorry. Just started? He a, yeah, okay. He was a free agent this offseason. Yeah. So with his career pace so far, by the end of this contract, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is on pace to have played for 21 different oh, head coaches. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. That... That's hilarious, but fuck, is that kind of sad, actually? Oh, it's sad, too. That's why it's funny. And that was one of the things that he talked about this summer, too, right? He's like, he wanted consistency. And Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. All right, sounds good. Sign this contract. Dave Tibbet, see you later. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Fucking hot start. Oh, man. Like you could say, oh yeah, they had some stability there for a bit, but yeah, it's still a shit show, and it has been for over a decade. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah no i'm not i'm not disagreeing with that there's no way we'll be here all night um uh minute 30 left it's pointless so um okay uh vancouver canucks um we face them saturday 7 p.m pacific time um as you said should be a little bit easier of a game um, hopefully they've, they, they've dropped off of their um new coach bump that they got with uh Fuck, who did they have? Bruce Boudreaux? Was that who they yeah. hired? Yeah. Bruce, there it is. Yeah. Didn't they go on like a nine or ten game win streak with that? Uh seven or eight. Holy shit. Okay. No, sorry. That that camera angle had it look a hell of a lot worse. Uh Team Canada captain though, Marie Philippe uh, Philippe Poulin, though, has just been sat in the box uh for um I'm assuming just for contact because it's women's hockey there. So, mm-hmm. but uh, a minute 25 left the USA down by two with the power play coming up here. Ooh, it's going to be a spicy finish. Yes, it will be. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't really know what to say about Vancouver. I mean, there's the Thatcher Demko aspect. Like 
He's, yeah, uh, true. He's having a good year. So if we run into a hot goalie, could have an issue there. But Demko currently 19, 15, and 2, uh, 253 goals against and a 921 save percentage, one shutout. If you're on 921 on a sixth place um, division <laughs> team, like, yeah. you're doing pretty fucking good, I think. Oh, yeah. If Vancouver was just like a little bit better, Demko would easily be in the Vesna conversation. Potentially. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's Besser, uh, Elias Pedersen, Quinn Hughes, like all good young players, not necessarily having the best years, but um, still can't count them out exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this will also be the last game that uh, the Canucks play against Vancouver, it looks like. The last game that the Canucks play against Vancouver? Interesting. The Ducks play against Vancouver. <laughs> Ducks, Canucks. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a fair. lot. Yeah. So with uh, the season series, currently the Ducks are leading 2-1. Okay. Oh, we've already played them three times. Wow. Uh, November, November, and December. Yep. Interesting. I, so. I don't remember any of those games. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 3-2 uh, in overtime, 5-1 in regulation, and then the Canucks won 2-1 in overtime. Yep, none of those ring a bell. So, so yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess we've already played like 50 games, so that's yeah. hard to remember three of them. But yeah, it'll, uh, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Like you said, it's an important divisional game there, so... Um, I know you're not really paying a ton of attention, so I'm just going to keep talking because I know you're going to have to take. Team USA so. just scored three two with 20 seconds left. Oh boy! Oh man, I want to say just like share your screen so I can watch. <laughs> we, <laughs> will get get we will get flagged. We will get flagged. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh man. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I was trying to get this pod like I was trying to get this episode like going so we get like so I could just share my screen with you. We can watch it, but it's all right. Oh yeah. If I if I just start randomly screaming here in the next little bit, it's because Canada won. So but okay. let's oh <laughs> I'm still good. knocking on wood. Like it, it's <laughs> 12 and a half seconds left down by one for the US. Like the US, sorry, Ooh. the US dumb. Oh yeah. So. so I'm assuming they have an empty net then. Uh not yet. Okay. Oh, I feel no. bad for anyone oh, listening yes. to this yes, the next it is, day. It is an empty net. Yeah. yeah. I feel bad for people listening to this the next day. They're like, fuck, I already know what happened. Like, can we move on, please? Just getting, <laughs> just getting our reaction. Yeah. Because I'm not editing this out. That's way too much work. <laughs> That's <So>. fair. Uh, <laughs> we'll get some kind of discussion at the Canada bench. Okay. Now we're going to the face off here. Okay. Do play by play for me. This 12 and a half shot. seconds left. All right. I'm horrible at play by play. I'm the color commentator on this show, even. Fuck. Play by play is your job. You've been promoted. Let's go. I've been promoted. All right. <laughs> we have some kind of conversation uh, at the uh, referee circle there. The uh, the ref, I'm not sure what her name is, is uh, talking with the, uh, the bench personnel. We're taking a look right now at the, at the replay, though, of the Team USA goal. And uh, just a, a rebound right at the feet there of the Canadian goaltender just shoved home by uh, by Kessler there, I believe. Um, obviously, the better of the of the two, or not Kessler, sorry, Kessel. Um, the better of the two, obviously. Uh, shout oh, out yeah, to yeah. Phil. Um, <laughs> all right, we're we are set for the face off. There was an extra second added here. It's uh, thirteen and a half seconds now, and USA oh, wins the draw and almost put it into their own fucking net. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Wouldn't that USA, be something? Hey, yeah, USA coming up the ice. 
It's down deep in the Canada territory. And oh, big collision behind the net there. And that is it. The game is over. And Canada wins the gold medal. Let's Congrats to Team Canada. USA, it was a good game, though. Holy shit. Yeah, it made it interesting at the end. By the it sounds did. Of it. So um, I hope your neighbor is not <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> um, I have no idea, actually. I might have to apologize no, well, to my landlord. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not sleeping anymore. <laughs> no, they are not. Shouldn't be anyway. Canada was just playing. Come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, okay. All right. One more thing on, or sorry, is there anything else about the Vancouver thing before I, I push uh, us forward taking that? Yeah, I don't have anything to say. So. All right. Uh, play the what's quacking ducks. We need, we need some ducks in here. Come on. <laughs> okay. Maybe I told you that too soon. I'm trying to pull up the tweet now. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, where to go? Where to go? Okay, here we go. So we have uh, a question here uh, from you guys as well. Remember, we, whenever we put out, hey, we're doing an episode of that, we will ask for questions. So if you guys have a question for us, it can be ducks related, hockey related, it could be music, uh, you know, movies or that. Feel free to tweet it at us at Quack Report Pod. Uh, so this one's coming from Sport Fan Tears on Twitter who said who asks how are we all doing emotionally are we panicking or are we pulling the a Ted Lasso and saying that quote there's two buttons I don't like to push and that's panic and snooze well I I haven't I seen that show yet but like there are so <laughs> many like isms coming out of that show that I'm like these are great actually yeah no I, it's on my list to watch as well yeah. um yeah, I, I don't know. Both of those buttons sound pretty tempting to me. Like, <laughs> I uh, I push both of those like a three-year-old that just figured out how the doorbell works and just, like, hits that thing nonstop until it breaks or until you know, the, <laughs> their parent disconnects it from the wall. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, how are we doing emotionally regarding the Anaheim Ducks? I think we kind yeah. of talked about it a little bit already of, like, I'm I, I'm holding steady until these next 10 games are done mm-hmm. then we can kind of or you know maybe even like a week after now actually if we if we have this west if we have this western canada uh sweep and we lose all three yeah then i'm panicking a little bit i think mm-hmm. you can even kind of throw seattle into the western canada yeah trip. i guess like they're, they're not canadian of, but like just yeah those western uh oh, I, I mean i fuck the entire division is in the West. What am I talking about here? <laughs> Northwestern. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet, but... Might be soon, it, though. Yeah, it's like, you know, the the case that covers the uh, the panic button, the big red panic button. It's, it's lifted. It, it, it's uh, it's open, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. So. Keys, the two keys are in... Yeah, we're, ready we're to be waiting. turned. They're, yeah. they're not turned yet, but like they're they're definitely in. We're we're ready to go, but it's not not there yet. Yeah, not yet. So hopefully that answers your question, uh yeah. at Sports Fan Tears. Um based off of your username, I'm willing to bet <laughs> that you at least have your hand on the button. Uh, I don't know if you pressed <laughs> it yet, but <laughs> I'm gonna make one more comment here about the uh about the Olympics. And then yeah, we can wrap up the show here. Um, Nike, why did you have to do 
Canada and the US dirty with the jerseys. Everybody else had great jerseys for these Olympics. Yeah. And the US looks like a soccer team. And Canada Canada has no white in their home jersey. The black one, it makes sense. They like to do that. Yeah. But it's and just oh man. It's black letters on red, like on a like a, like a deep red. There's no outline mm-hmm. to them or like design wise, these these are these are horrible. So <laughs> why'd you why'd you have to do them dirty? Come on. <laughs> Straight up though, the US looks like a soccer team. <laughs> like their jerseys look like soccer uniforms. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, bad. I guess. Yeah. Um, if, if there's one saving grace of the NHL not going is that you know we didn't have to see like Connor McDavid wearing this Canada jersey yeah. or yeah. Um not sure if he would have went for the US. That would have been sweet, but like Trevor Zegris wearing these ones for the states or that kind of thing. So um we got game stats here. Uh holy shit, the Americans out shooting Canada 40 to 21. Oh wow. <laughs> That's uh who was in net for um for Canada that game? Uh it I I don't have those stats up at okay. the moment. I'm not sure who it was. Cool. I will I will find it. I was just in the process of pulling it up. So right. um Oh no, this is Oh yeah. Uh it was Debian. I'm just happy for uh Turnbull this time. She didn't break her leg during the celebration. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. that. Happened at, the, at the World Championship. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't hilarious, but like it, like it kind of like, was, was. You know, it was funny when she comes back out on a stretcher. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think that's a wrap on the show. Unless you got anything else to add, I'm all set here. No, I was just looking uh, to see who got the. Oh, it was uh, Poulin who got the uh, the third goal. Uh, yeah, for, she had two in yeah. this game. She had the second and the third. Yeah. So game winner there for uh, Poulin, which was awesome. So you're getting her on the back of your Team Canada jersey? Yes, I am. But I had a talk with a buddy who says that the way I've been wording the jersey thing, I don't have to get this Olympic jersey. Oh, fuck. Come on. (laughs) Shout out to my buddy, Chris Wilson, for allowing me to not be subjected to that kind of torture. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure... well, you said the only way you would get this Olympic jersey is if Canada won gold. <laughs> that that sounds pretty specific to me. But it's not a promise that I would. So it was a promise. You said he, it on he a said it was okay if I go ahead to get the uh, the heritage jersey, the one that uh, Poulin also scored the game winner, uh, game winning goal <laughs> in uh, during the World Championships. So sorry, sorry to our American listeners, which is the majority of our fan base, uh, to have me kind of rub this in their nose, but uh, yeah. Fuck, I love Marie Philippe Poulin. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you got to get this one. This could be the last time she plays in the Olympics. Next time they come around, she'll be 34. You know, you don't know what's going to happen then, so you, you got to get this one. No, she, she has to come back. She I, has still got to gotta get this one. <laughs> she has to come back. I'll get the Heritage one because I've wanted that one for a while. No, just get both. My wallet's not allowing that right now. <laughs> Just get both. <laughs> Just get both. Take out a loan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I already got a loan. It's called a student loan. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> get get another one of those. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right. Okay. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I think now's a good time to uh, to wrap it up because uh, I don't need to push <laughs> Nate to get mo- any more jerseys because that gets me in trouble too sometimes. <laughs> Nate, where can they tell Nate? Where can they tell you what jersey is the right jersey to get here? Uh, you can tell me that the Heritage jersey is the only option uh, at Tate Namas on Twitter. T A T E N H O M A S. Uh, while you're at it, you can say that the other one uh, is the right jersey at Quack Report Pod. Uh, you can follow myself at Carter underscore Pods, P O T T S underscore 97. Thank you guys very much for listening. We'll see you on Monday.